Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve Barber. And join me as my co-host is a man whose feet have never touched the arena floor. That's my friend, Waylon Davis. Hey, everybody. How you doing? <laughs> and in case you haven't figured out, this week we're going to be talking about the Royal Rumble. Really, the evolution of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, because this is the month of the Rumble. Yep, Royal Rumble season. Yep, yep. So, and a lot of people say this is really what starts the road to WrestleMania is mm-hmm. beginning with the Rumble. And I have to yep. admit, it <coughs> it is where a lot of, a lot of the stuff for WrestleMania does start happening because the winner of the Rumble gets the title shot of basically the, well they they always say it's their choice, but nobody goes for the Intercontinental title. They always go for the World title. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, uh, but I always thought it was funny. They always say they're going to WrestleMania. Well, so is everybody else. You know, it's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, <clears throat> but, and I would like to apologize. I'm pretty much done with the COVID. I got a little bit of the cough left, especially at night. And if anybody who's ever been sick, which means pretty much everybody, unless you are the devil, you know that whenever you have some kind of cold, your cough tends to try to linger. Mm-hmm. It's better in the mornings, and by the time nightfall comes, oh, it's it's got to come back. But uh, I am still technically on quarantine. Uh, that'll be over tomorrow. Will be the last day that I'll be actually working from home, and then Monday I'll be heading back into the office. So uh, it's been interesting again because the second time I've had to do this. I had to do it last yeah. February too. Uh, but on that note, I'm going to take a swig of orange juice. Ah, so COVID hasn't hit your family, thankfully. No, not yet. Oh yeah. You don't want it. Trust me. <laughs> oh, but before we get started, uh, just a little bit of news. Cause we were just discussing this Mustafa Ali requested a release and was told no yeah the from what i saw this morning on uh wrestle zone uh on twitter it was um he's got several years contract and they basically told him no that they were like pretty much as i were like trying to butter him up saying he was uh important part of the team and things like that it's like the guy hasn't wrestled on tv since october wow like he's been on i think he's been on main event he took a little time off uh when his uh daughter was born and then has he's had some ideas of stuff he wanted to do character wise and all those got nixed and apparently there was a extremely heated discussion between him and Vince McMahon right before he requested his, his release. And of course they told him no. So now he's just stuck there. And I don't understand that mentality. It's like, if they're not happy to just let them go somewhere else. I mean, the way that they're, the way they're letting talent go anyway, you think they'd be happy having another wrestler off the books. Yeah. I mean, hey, you're trying to free up money. You're saying it's everything is for cost cutting measures. He's saying, hey, cut, here, cut my cost. Yeah, they're saying everything is budget cut. So it's like, and the dude's asking to get out of his contract. And it's like, 
then just let it go. Here's something else I thought was kind of interesting. I'm um, Mustafa Ali. Where did he grow up? Chicago. Where did Tony Khan grow up? Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Where's Where's Mustafa Ali? Where's his um, heritage? Yeah. Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> Where are the cons? Yeah. Pakistan. Pakistan. Yeah. Think maybe they're like, oh. Yeah, you know they're going to be wanting him to come to AEW. Yeah, we got to keep this guy away from this guy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, all right, fine. If y'all just want to pay Mustafa Ali just to sit at home, go ahead. I'm pretty sure he's not going to be sitting just on his couch, you know, eating potato chips either. I'm pretty sure, you know, he's going to stay in shape. Oh, yeah. But I just don't get letting guys, men and women, letting these wrestlers, sit in catering or sit at home. I mean, they did the same thing with Brody Lee when he was there, like the last mm -hmm. several months he was there. He just sat at home because they didn't have anything. They didn't have anything for him, but they wouldn't let him out of his contract. Yeah. Just they, didn't they had no plan. Like Vince McMahon stopped having any plans for Brody Lee when Brody Lee wouldn't do a, uh, a southern accent because he right. looked at Brody Lee and was like I need you to play this southern character the dude's from Rochester the dude was from Rochester New York where was he getting a southern accent and um Eric Harper he's from Minnesota yeah <laughs> not going to get a, a, a real southern accent out of him <clears throat> no no oh. Uh, maybe one day they'll figure it out. If somebody wants to leave, if somebody's not happy, let them leave. Don't make them stay. Yeah. yeah it's but I not... think they just, they just do it to prove a point. I think they just do it because they can. Oh, and, uh, and some of the other news, uh, last night had the return of John Moxley. Yes. Did you see the, um, did you see his promo? I did not because I thought it was being recorded. I forgot last night was the first night they also switched to TBS. And so the DVR I had scheduled, yeah. it did not transfer. And so I had to reset that. Of course, it was, I'd already missed it. So I need to actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I need to go find, I need yeah, to actually that, find his, a video of it. His promo is, uh, his promo was really good. There was also a guy that decided. Hey, this guy has been in alcohol rehab for three months, dealing with some personal issues and trying to get healthy. So I'm going to pick this moment to heckle him. And the guy oh. said, the guy was like, get this uh, drunken piece of garbage out of the ring. This was like Moxie, you know, his music hit. He comes to the crowd like always. He gets in the ring, you know, he's soaking it in. And then before he even starts his promo, that guy says that Moxley says something. We're family friendly, so I'm not going to say exactly what he said. I heard, the, I, heard the last, I heard the second word was off. Yeah. Second word was off and said, told security. They're like, get, he said, get that guy out of here. And that guy was escorted out of the building. And it's like, why would you spend the money? And the travel time, if you don't, you know, if you weren't from that town, which means you traveled and spent gas money, ticket money, 
to get in the arena just to purposely heckle somebody who has just gotten out of rehab for alcohol. And now he's banned for life from any AEW events. Yep. So it's like, what's the point? And it's like, <laughs> this is this has been bad in AEW here lately. Uh, Nala Rose got heckled. Mm-hmm. There was some, a guy in the crowd with a homophobic sign. He got thrown out. Uh, somebody else got heckled. Several wrestlers have had issues in AEW here lately with fans, you know, heckling them and being rude and everything. It's like, if you don't like a particular wrestler, you don't like that character and you boo them, that's one thing. But these are still people. And there's no there's no reason to be rude when they're out there, you know, doing their job. You don't want anybody coming to your job heckling you. Right. And that's one thing. I mean, I will give WWE credit for. And when you have somebody in the crowd acting like that, oh, they get taken care of pretty quickly. Mm, yeah. 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 They, and they, AEW is the same. They, they don't waste any time either. And that's good. They shouldn't. It's like they, sh- you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be allowed to sit there and, you know, antagonize somebody. And that not in a, I mean, as a wrestling fan, it's one thing you want to antagonize the villain or whatever, but this goes way beyond that. You're, you're attacking these people and, you know, not their character. And, that's just ridiculous. It's just uncalled for. Yeah. Um, and like you said, I don't see why somebody would want to pay that kind of money to go to an event, especially at the very beginning of it. Now, the great, I think they already had the dark matches, the AEW dark. Yeah. But yeah, I think know. they did the dark. But yeah, this at the, but I mean, the beginning of the live broadcast, it's like you're two minutes into the show and you're getting kicked out because you want to be stupid. Uh, and that's what it is. Some people just want to be stupid. And yep. <clears throat> you notice they're not saying the person's name because why would they? Exactly. Why give yeah. them all they want is some spotlight anyway. Don't give them any. Yeah. That, I mean, it's, I mean, I know it's kind of a hard comparison, but um, it's like a lot of people who are committing crimes nowadays. Now the newscasters, news places, they will not say their names because they're like, you know what? Why would we say their names? Cause that'll give somebody else say, Oh, look at me. I got my name. Now they won't do it. Because they don't want to encourage somebody mm-hmm. else to be stupid. Yep, absolutely. Yep. yep. So, uh, but before we get started, I want to go ahead and give our contact listening info. <clears throat> if you'd like to email us with anything, anything at all, really, you can email us at armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. Find us on Instagram, same thing. You can find us on Twitter at bookingarmchair. You can find us on TikTok at armchairbooking. You can also uh, find us on YouTube. Obviously, if you're watching it, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> so, and as far as audio platforms, you can find us on just about every every audio platform out there. Uh, if we're not on it, let us know, and we'll get ourselves added. And if you notice, wow, look what I'm wearing. Hey, I'm wearing one of our shirts. And I know Jwayland actually has one on coming on his way as well, because unfortunately, folks, they don't give them to us for free. <laughs> I mean, it's our design. They should just, you know, let us have a sample or something, you know, but right. <clears throat> if you would like to actually have one of our shirts, go to tpublic.com such user slash armchair booking podcast. And one of the things I found out, Dwayland, besides the fact that, yeah, I actually threw some new designs up there. Um, a couple of these are for people who prefer lighter colored t-shirts mm-hmm. and <clears throat> excuse me 
I also tried getting ones with like if they were going to have a red background, and those looked absolutely horrible. So we'll just stick with these four for right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it was bad. I, I didn't. It, it was really bad. But one of the things I discovered, because in addition to shirts, we can also order coffee mugs, and I ordered myself a coffee mug. I also ordered a mask. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. I ordered a coffee mug. In fact, I ordered. Uh, actually, you know what? I want to say I ordered this design. And one of the things I did not know until I went to order it, type coffee mug, I got myself a oh, travel mug. There yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah. So if you prefer those, which I do actually, because I can pour some coffee in there, have it in my car, or when I'm at work, a lot of times if I have to walk around, take my coffee with me, I'd rather have it in something like this. Yeah. And nothing against the other mugs, but but this right here is a little bit handy that way I don't spill hot coffee all over my hand. <laughs> and yes, I've done it. <laughs> so, but that's just some of the, the many things you can actually get from our merch store. So go check those out, order something. If you have any, any other ideas for designs, you know, let us know and we'll see what we can do. And so I think I got everything. Oh, and we are hosted of course by block talk radio. Yep. Can I forget them? Like this man said right here. See? Uh, yeah, we're going to, we got, we got the videos going right now. So I can just go yeah. like this. <laughs> so, uh, so Joyla, when I say Royal Rumble, what are some of the things that immediately come to your mind? Uh, let's see. Ric Flair winning the title in 92. Uh, uh, on the uh, Are you breaking up, dude? You there? Yeah, you might turn. Yep. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Um, you said Ric Flair ninety two. Trying to think. Uh, let's see. Yep. Um, Shawn Michaels winning. Uh, uh, 95, uh, Austin winning, uh, just I mean, the whole event getting forward more to WrestleMania now. For me, it's like the room by the time you get to WrestleMania, everything's a little, you know, kind of predictable here lately, but with the Rumble. Even though you have a good idea, it's just the the way the match is laid out is always fun to watch. Right. Uh, you you were actually frozen up right there, but I can still hear you. So, uh, and now all of a sudden you're not frozen, or maybe. Um. Well, what I think Rumble, yeah, I think the same thing. Always Ric Flair '92 because that's that's still my favorite Rumble. Mine too. And, oh yeah i mean it's just if you just look at everybody who's in it i mean uh so much talent in one one match yeah um but i think it's amazing how the rumble itself of course when it started out as a pat patterson idea pat patterson always had some great great ideas and vince mcmahon actually didn't want to do it at first yeah he, he didn't think it was a good idea yeah and it took dick ebersaw to tell him go with it because he vince told pat tell dick your stupid idea for this stupid match and he told him yeah. and dick ebersaw said huh i like that 
And next thing you know, now, I mean, it is a, is a permanent fixture for the WWE. Yep. And one of the things I like how they have not watered it down by having it like every other pay-per-view. Yes. You get it. You get it one time a year. I mean, you get battle Royals and stuff throughout the year, but it's not, those are not the same as the Royal Rumble. You get the Royal Rumble once a year, which I'm, I'm like you, I'm perfectly mm-hmm. fine with that. And yeah, the greatest Royal Rumble, it was fun to watch. I mean, don't get me wrong. Now, I mean, it was really cool to see that, especially to see Titus go sliding up under the Oh, <laughs> poor Titus. <laughs> he was never going to live that down. I mean, but you know what? He's owned it. He's like, you know what? It was my yeah. bad. Yeah. I mean, just go with it. Um, but as far as like the regular rumbles, I'm not really going to include the greatest Royal Rumble as part of that because it was just a one-time, just a a one-time deal just for the Saudi show. Right. You know, and it was fun. And it it's like, all right, cool. And if they were to actually do that every year, you know, in Saudi, I'd actually be okay with it because that's uh it's separate from this one. But yeah. Um, but as long as they're not doing like Okay, for the next pay-per-view, we're going to have another Hell in a Cell. Really? Yeah. 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 So, uh, okay, those are getting kind of boring now. But, <laughs> um, but I like how in 1988, the very first one, they only had 20 wrestlers because that shows you Vince really didn't. I mean, and I guess 20 was a good number to start with just to kind of show, okay, this is what we can do. Yeah, to kind of test it out and, you know, test the water, so to speak, and see you know, how it was going to work out. And uh, would you have ever thought Hacksaw Duggan would be a winner of these? No. I, that's that's <laughs> not a name I would automatically think. He's going to win the Royal Rumble, but he won the first one. Yep, he won the first one. And, you know, granted, the first few Rumbles really didn't mean anything. No, and they were just like, they were house shows house show attractions to bring in and whichever particular market they were in they were like an attraction to bring to drive up ticket sales and uh the first rumble like the card itself was the one they also had the match signing for hogan and andre for the the friday main event um event where you know andre pinned hogan and they had the twin referees, one of the greatest yep. angles ever. You know what? That's the answer right there. Going back to the conversation we had with TNC Sports Talk. Greatest storyline ever. Yeah. That. How did we miss that? Yeah. Oh, but I mean, that, that was still a great show, though. I really appreciate those guys yeah. having us on. But uh, so, guys, if you're watching, if you're listening, there's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> the twin referees. <laughs> but anyway, and... So the Rumble match, that one, when you watch it now, one of the other things that I observe now, um, the match started with Bret Hart and Butch Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, was it Butch Reed was in the ring? No. Yes. No, was they it were, Butch Reed? No, they were both bad guys. I think it was Bret and Tito. Um, let me look. Butch Reed was the very first person ever eliminated. But oh, okay, okay. Um, and the reason why I was saying, yeah, it couldn't have been Butch Reed is because one of the things about um, the first Rumbles were when 
the people would come in, it was divided. Um, Tito, Tito was the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Brett and Tito, which makes sense. I mean, Brett and Tito, you know, um, because Tito was always a curtain jerker because he could always start a good, he could always set the good, really good tone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> they always had everything split heels, faces. And yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. And so even when, you know, you have a heel running in the ring, another heel is about to get eliminated, they'll go, go over there and stop the heel from getting eliminated. Mm-hmm. Then they'll gang up on the face. And that's the way they always did. Um, and I was trying to actually pinpoint when it actually, they started with the more of the every man for himself, cause that's what they kept advertising every man for himself, but yet they would always be divided. Yeah. Yeah. Um, except for Hogan in 89, because he threw out Coco and he threw out both the Bushwhackers. Yeah. <laughs> because that, that's Hogan, you know? He, yeah. Yeah. That, that wasn't going to work for him to share that spotlight. So he's got to get rid of the other faces. That doesn't work for him, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and what's really kind of nostalgic, if you look at some of the names in the very first Royal Rumble, you know, of course, Brett <coughs> and Tito, you know, that may have been the only Rumble Tito was ever in. I'm about to look. I mean, because I don't ever remember seeing his name after that, but. Um, he may in the Rumble once they uh, El Matador. I think oh, he may have been in the Rumble then. He was. That's right. Um, Butch Reed, I think this is the only one he was in. Harley Race, Jim Brunzel, uh, Sam Houston, Danny Davis. Um, Boris Zukov, Ron Bass, um, Hillbilly Jim. He actually wrestled. Can you believe that? Wow. Yeah. Junkyard Dog was in this one. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, that first one was, you know, basically I'm thinking, okay, <clears throat> they took every single person that had a character that was being put up by Hasbro at the time and they just kind of put him in one of them great big rings and they said, all right, go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, go ahead. Let's see what you got. Um, yep. And, and actually the first card, Sam Houston was in there and Jake Roberts. And on that card, Rock and Robin was also in the same card. So the three of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, that's some trivia for you folks. If you don't know what we're talking about, go look it up. <laughs> um, but I think, I mean, that one was the first one, I think the only one that actually happened in Canada. And, and it was just kind of a, okay, here's the match. Okay. We're going to have other matches after this. So it wasn't even the main event. Right. And that was just in, it was in a, a Coliseum. So I don't know which is considered bigger, a Coliseum or an arena, or, or probably about the same size. Probably about the same. But you look at the last four, if you look at this year, um, and starting in 2019, they're being held in, in sports stadiums, football stadiums, yeah. baseball stadiums. I mean, yep. uh, so that tells you how big it's gotten. And they really, they probably should have been doing that, or at least could have been doing that years before. Uh, so they've gone from here, we're going to put you a little bit of an arena. You're not even the main event. Well, now they have two of them on the same night and they're now in stadiums. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. When I look at some of those, also those first rumbles and 
92 was the first one to actually mean anything because do you think that if they had not done that and then somebody had the idea after that wait a minute let's have the winner of the rumble get a title shot at wrestlemania do you think the rumble would have lasted no i think people would have lost interest interest in it uh because without that without having something at stake it's just another battle royal right and it's kind of like the kind of like what they've done with the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal that they have at WrestleMania and it's like it doesn't it doesn't really mean anything it's just a battle royal I mean you get to say one but there's no you know there's no incentive there's no there's nothing attractive at the end of the win but with the Royal Rumble both the the men's and the women's Royal Rumble you know there's a contendership on the line everybody's you know Everybody wants to be in a high-profile match at WrestleMania. There's no higher-profile match than a world title match. So that's what that's what makes it interesting. And one of the things that you know also kind of notice, um, and yes, this was you know 30 years ago, but 1990 and 91, of course, Hogan won. But this is when Hogan he was showcased in everything because he was the immortal Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah. And now I think this was also during a time where the shine was really starting to wear off of Hogan. People were kind of getting sick of him. Mm-hmm. And if they had kept on going that route, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, the Rumble, it would have kind of been like Survivor Series. Remember, Survivor Series used to be a whole bunch of elimination matches. Yeah. And now they might have one or two. Yeah. You know, they usually have, now they have like one men's and one women's, and they're usually in the middle of the card. Right, because it's usually a world title match at main events, and that's it. It's like, and I I agree with you. I think the Rumble would have went that way. I think they probably would have kept it as a January pay per view, mm-hmm. but I think it would have just been without that stipulation. It would have been really watered down. It would have just, like I said, it would have just been another battle royal, and people are going to watch those. They're not going to continuously watch those year in and year out if there's no, nothing at stake. <clears throat> right. And um, with 93, you know, the winner, of course, it was Yokozuna. Um, and him earning that title shot against Bret Hart at WrestleMania 9, of course, that should have been their kind of indicator. Because Yoko, I, I, I like Yokozuna. He was a great, great big man. Yeah. But I didn't think he was ready yet for that position because, I mean, he got elevated so fast because he, yeah, yeah, man. And plus the way that one ended because with Savage dropping the elbow on him, they're trying to pin him and Yoko kind of pressing him over. But if you watch, yeah, they they really had a bad camera because the camera was right there on Savage's feet when he kind of lurched down and then jumped over. Yeah. Uh, so they really should have edited that out on later releases, <laughs> but if they could have, uh, but that may, that may have been an indicator that WrestleMania nine was not going to be the greatest <clears throat> and it, and it sure wasn't. Uh, but one of the things in my notes also put down Rhea, Randy Savage is not the best person in the rumble. He really wasn't. No, because like, um, that year against Yoko, he, um, tried to pin him, um, and then the year, was it the year before yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, the year before. 
the year before that, yep. he was feuding with Jake Roberts, and he eliminated himself to run after Jake. Um, but they kind of cut the announcers, kind of covered that one up, and they said that uh, he wasn't technically eliminated because he hadn't been thrown out by anybody. He had right. jumped over the top. Right. So, but they, I mean, they tried to cover it up, but yeah, Randy was not the, the most, the, he wasn't the best choice to be in a rumble. No, nah, because he would get a little bit too excited. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because well, I'm sort of thinking Andre, you know, stepped over the ropes and eliminated himself a couple years ago and but, all right, y'all keep y'all, you, whatever, whatever, whatever helps you sleep better at night. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and I think they, I don't think they really had a contingency plan for something like that. Somebody accidentally going over the top rope. Cause like nobody can accidentally go over the top rope. Well, it's happened and it's happened more than once. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's happened. Um, trying to think which rumble it was. Um, Alex Riley, he was with the Miz at the time and he was supposed to, um, because the Miz was feuding with John Cena, Alex Riley was like his backup or whatever. Alex Riley was scheduled to eliminate John Cena from the Rumble, but he got thrown over and lost and lost his grip and hit the floor. And right. there was nothing they could do because everybody saw Alex Riley hit the floor. A uh, similar thing happened to Steve Austin. He uh, yep. between like sweat and baby oil, yeah, <laughs> he got thrown over the top and lost his grip and just went right over to the floor. He goes, whoop. And he was supposed yep. to be in the final four on that one. Yeah. And yep. <clears throat> yeah, because that was in 96. Um, and if you watch that one, you'll see as he's passing by, he looks up at Shawn Michaels and he goes like that. Yeah. You know, it's meaning I'm out. I mean, because yeah. Shawn's looking at him going, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> why are you on the floor? Yeah. And Austin, he was still the ringmaster at the time. Mm hmm. Yep. And he thought, I've just that, ruined my shot. Was, yeah, because that was his debut rumble. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> uh, of course, one of the also things I remember about that rumble, that's the one where it, it was also Triple H's debut in the rumble. And he was uh, throwing hands with uh, Kevin Nash. Also, Kevin Nash just grabbed him like by the arm and just, and just tossed him. <laughs> it was like, huh. That was quick. <laughs> so like, okay. Uh, all right. Um, well, and, Kev <coughs> Kevin Nash already said he didn't get paid by the hour. So <laughs> that, that, that's true. He was trying to do some work. Um, and yeah, that was yeah, 96. That was with Shawn Michaels second uh, yep. rumble win and the second one consecutive. And yep. of course the year before 95, that was one where they're only going to do one minute between competitors. So that was the shortest beside the first yep. one. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, and that was the first, that was that 95 was the first time that anybody had gone in at number one, lasted all mm -hmm. the way to the end and won. And yep. that was Sean. Uh, and that was also the first one where you had numbers one and two make it all the way to the end. Yep. Him and the British Bulldog. <laughs> yep. And that, and that was really the first one where they pushed the, the whole, both feet have to hit the floor. Mm-hmm. And because they really not both feet did not hit the floor, and you saw. I mean, and yeah. that, and one of the things in my notes I had to put down the rumbles now because of the 
and they've made it a lot more exciting with the stipulation of the title matches, a rumble can really make a wrestler. Yeah, it really can. Um, a lot of stars. Well, even like just recent, the most recent example, Bianca Belair yeah. winning the Women's Royal Rumble and then, you know, going on to WrestleMania to main event and win the championship. I mean, that's her winning the Royal Rumble solidified her as a, you know, the next big, you know, the next big star. And I just think they need to, I think once they have that, they need to stick with that because they like, they kind of cooled her off, but they're starting to, you know, try to heat her up again. And I'm curious to see how she does in the rumble this year. Um, <clears throat> and I, I, I think Bianca Belair, you know, the odd thing is I almost forget she won the rumble because it's completely overshadowed by the absolutely phenomenal match she and yeah. Sasha had. Yep. I mean, you kind of forget, like, she's done some other good things. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But this right here, I mean, was, the bar's all the way up here. I mean, it's, it's hard to, I don't, I, I don't want to say she's never going to top that because I don't want to all of a sudden say she's just nothing but downhill from here. But that's going to be hard. Yeah. That's going to be hard yeah. to beat right there. Um, but I think another way a the Rumbles could actually make a wrestler, and it's, they don't even necessarily have to win, in 94 was the first one I remember where you had that one person who there for a little bit, they just dominate everything. As soon as somebody yep. comes in, they're tossing them back out. And that was decent. Yeah. Yep. And that because he threw out seven people. I think it was seven. Cause I think that was the record for a, until like 2001 and then Kane eliminated 11 people. Mm-hmm. He was the, uh, he was the, the, uh, you know, he was the go-to person in that rumble. Even he even lasted to the final two. He was the last one eliminated by Steve Austin. And you know, even on Wikipedia, they have a record that's actually listed most consecutive um, wrestlers tossed out. And Nash mm-hmm. is listed as seven. Hogan apparently threw out eight consecutive. You know, we're talking like they're the ones who threw. Nobody else threw out anybody in between. Right. He threw out eight in one of the years. But I got to look and I was like, I don't remember Hogan doing that. When I'm thinking about domination, I'm thinking, I'm talking like they are the only person in the ring. They toss somebody out, now they're waiting. Yeah. And yeah. Austin's going. Yeah, Austin's you know, sitting on the turnbuckle, yeah. Yeah, going, come that, on. It's like, come on, who's next? Yeah. Um, and because <laughs> with Diesel, it was like one of the guns, Billy or Bart, I don't remember which one, but he just tossed him right out. Mm-hmm. Then Bob Backlund came in there. He got tossed. Virgil came in there. He got tossed. The other gun came in, got tossed. And he had already thrown out um, one of the Steiners and Owen Hart. And then when um, – actually, he may have thrown out both the Steiners. No, he didn't throw out both the Steiners. Owen threw out one of the, the other Steiner. And then when Randy Savage came out, that's when all of a sudden his eyes kind of lit up because it's Randy Savage. Yeah. <laughs> but – um, but he was still the bodyguard of Shawn Michaels. And I just remember going, mm-hmm. oh, that's Vinny Vegas. I mean, that, yeah, yeah. You know, and that one to me is like, okay, they're, you know, this guy is a lot better than what he had been shown as in WCW. And when he yeah. finally got eliminated, um, 
the fans actually were cheering, clapping for mm-hmm. him as he was walking out because he did that good. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of some of the other ones besides, let's see, Diesel, Austin, of course, Brock Lesnar a couple of years ago that just do, Punk did it for a little bit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Punk, he, uh, like he kept, he would stop his promo. He started giving a promo. He would stop, eliminate somebody and go back and keep giving yeah. his promo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, man, it's like one time you're like, that's impressive, but man, shut Oh, you just, somebody go throw him out and oh you know it's, but i mean it added to it yeah you know, so that's what i thought was uh just so great and <clears throat> i really wish i could stop coughing <laughs> um but what what are some of the things i'm missing something else i mean because it what what else to you makes the match so great because i love watching it um it's just the uh, some of it is the mystery people that show up like a lot of times, I know in past years, they've had Bubba Ray Dudley show up, Rob Van Dam, um, even Kevin Nash came back at, as Diesel yep. one year. Uh, just things like that, just like, you kind of like, who's going to show up at the Rumble? For me, it's like, who's going to show, show up at the Rumble? Who's actually going to win it? And who is going to, who's going to last the longest? Like, um like there's always an Iron Man yep. of a rumble. That's like I think third rumble, and uh, that's I think it's like sixty-two minutes. All right, yeah, yeah. Because Flair had it forever. He he had it, and it was like right at I think the sixty-minute mark. That flair was in there. Yeah, and, it was like, uh, it was like sixty minutes. Three. It was like sixty minutes and ten seconds, something like that. Yeah, and it, it stood forever until uh, uh, until Rey Mysterio uh, won the Rumble in two thousand six. Rey won, and um, I think his was like sixty two minutes, and I think that's still the time to beat in the Rumble. But the, just the whole thing, the way it's laid out, um, and just that, I mean, you don't know who's next. Like, it could be could be a main event guy, could be a mid-card guy, could be, could be an opening guy. You, just, you never know who's coming through the curtain, and it gives you matchups that you don't normally see, like um, last year's Royal Rumble. And... Uh, when uh, Brock Lesnar was in the ring and Keith Lee came out and even Brock Lesnar was shocked. You know, he, oh, yeah. Keith Lee, he was like, whoa, look at this dude. And then they got in the ring and then Keith Lee is like, you know, putting Brock Lesnar on his butt and things mm-hmm. like that. And that's the only time you ever got to see Brock Lesnar and Keith Lee interact, which would have been an awesome feud, I think, because I think Brock would have been up for it. Keith would have been able to, Keith could go toe-to-toe with Brock. Yeah, but it's it's things like that. Uh, um, Drew McIntyre hitting the Claymore kick and knocking yes. Brock and eliminating Brock out of the Rumble. That pop, actually, I think that pop was the second biggest pop of the night. Um, yeah, it was the biggest until Edge's music hit. Yep, yep, and that that's another thing because I mean, you know, 
Edge had to retire, you know, in 2011, and nobody thought he was ever going to be able to wrestle again. And then, you know, he his music hits at that at the 2020 Rumble, and it's like no way because I was sitting there, I was like, (laughs) no, there's no way. That's not Edge. (laughs) They're 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 doing something. There's some kind of angle. And then he comes out, and I'm like, wow. And speaking of Iron Man, here's a record for you. Bob Backlund has the record for the longest time spent in one Rumble without winning. A minute, one hour, one minute, 10 seconds. Wow. Yeah, it did not win. <laughs> um, Santino Morella broke the Warlord's record yeah. of quickest elimination. Because uh, I think the Warlord had it at what three seconds, something like that. Like he he hit the ring and Hogan just clotheslined him right back out, uh, and then Santino Morella hit the ring and Kane instantly just clotheslined him out. I wasn't and ready. I, was, I wasn't like, ready. Yeah, I think it was like <laughs> second and a half or something. something like yeah, that. he's like, I wasn't ready. I wasn't oh, ready. Only Santino could get away with. I'm going back in. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> He really is, and yeah. that dude apparently is also legitimately tough. He's not really somebody you'd want to mess with in real life. And yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, but he and, played he played his role extremely well. Oh yeah, I watch this. You hear that? Santino. Okay, I'll, I'll stop singing. <laughs> but, well, like the year that what year was it that they had the forty man Royal Rumble? It was the I only year that they did forty man. Because uh, Del Rio I it, won. I think it was 2011, but let me. That sounds me... that sounds right. Because it was him and Santino. It was Del Rio and Santino at the end, and that entire arena was cheering for Santino, Santino. to yep. win. And yeah, I just looked. It was 2011 because Santino. He he'd been like under the ring or just he'd gone yeah. under the ropes and he was down there for a while and. and Del Rio thought he, I don't even remember who Del Rio threw out before that. Also, he turned around, Santino, he's got the Cobra and he's ready. And he's, and they, I mean, he's ready to go. And then he got thrown out. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, everybody was cheering for Santino and because he was the underdog. And mm-hmm. that one, Del Rio, when he won, it was like, ah, oh, all right. Going yeah. into that, and, 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 with make it more than and I think they found out real quick that they couldn't they had to add that a lot more and it's just it, it wasn't as exciting there was a whole lot more staying around and waiting in that waiting for people to come out because there was so many people involved and I'm glad they just I'm glad they got away from the 40 man rumble and just stuck with the 30 yeah, I think it was just like, um, yeah, you were breaking up pretty bad by then, but I think I finally got the gist of what you were saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, I could see going to 35, but that's not a nice round number. You need a round number yeah. there. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and Del Rio really shouldn't, probably shouldn't have been the person to win that particular one. Um, and because, I mean, he really didn't do a lot because Edge, yeah, because, Edge retained his title against him. Am I right? 
Yeah, he, him and Edge wrestled the. Uh, they had the opening match at Wrestle at WrestleMania that year. Uh, Edge retained the title, and then shortly after that, Edge retired. Right. And, um, but that Rumble, even though you know forty people, you would think okay, there's a lot of people. I I saw something the other day, and it said the most the people that's ever been in the ring at one time during a Rumble was fifteen. And it actually was not that one. I don't remember which one it was. Um, I, I want to say it may have been like 98 or maybe I'd have to look. Um, definitely wasn't 99 because that was the one where most of the action took place outside the ring. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that was a, a Vince Russo special. Um, we need to get him on and actually ask him about that. Say, hey, mm-hmm. bro. <laughs> bro. Bro. What was that all about? But <clears throat> some of the things that I also thought interesting, how they planned and they really had to set this up right in 94 to where Brett and Lex both landed on the floor at the same time. Yeah, I don't mind that. And I mean, unless that was something that they, I don't know, I'm not sure how they, I mean, it worked perfectly, but I'm not sure how they managed to both hit at the oh, same time. Oh, Pritchard's talked about it. They had oh, really? Brett. They had Brett be the one to kind of control that. Because oh, look, okay. You know, if you look, Brett's the one who pushed them over, and he's the yeah. one. And I guess I don't know if they had to try it a couple of times, but he made sure they they actually trusted Brett to make sure he was watching everything. He could see Lex's feet, so that way he could say, "Okay, boom!" They both hit at the same time, and <laughs> and even if they didn't, of course, the camera angles, you know, left it yeah. kind of, right. know, obviously, you know, on purpose. But he said, yeah, they actually did because Brett had made sure. I mean, they 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 said, hey, we, we got to make this work. And then in 2005, it actually happened for real. Yeah, Batista was, you know, <laughs> Batista was supposed to eliminate John Cena. He got hung up in the ropes and they both went out and hit at the same time. <laughs> And the camera was right and on him too, and I'm like, and, um, "Yeah, it's like I don't think that was supposed to happen." Because the way the refs and everything, they were like, "What do we do?" Of course, then you know the old man comes out from the back, and he's then they said, I, "I've heard over the years he was the way as furious as he looked coming down that ramp." They said he absolutely was furious yeah. that the ending got botched, and, but then he's. I don't he's the only person that can tear both his quads <laughs> by you know he by sliding into the ring like that it's like I didn't even know what happened at first and then until he tried to get up and just crumpled and I'm like ooh he I he thought it was his, I thought it was his knee or something but they said he tore both quads at the same time he he had to smack them on the apron when he was yeah sliding um, into the ring but man he hit those hard to tear both quads like that I, i've also heard that he tore one sliding in and then he tore the other one like when he was trying to get out because he had so much you know he was yeah. overcompensating on the other one and pritchard also talks about he said part of the reason why he tore his quads is because during the events vince just sits there at the gorilla position focused on the monitor and so yeah. he's been sitting there now for about three straight hours 
and you got to think he's all tense and he's yeah. tense in his you know so when he's usually you know like right now uh, i'm gonna guess you've been sitting down for about 50 minutes or so yeah roughly sounds right and so if you were to stand up right now before you'd walk anywhere you'd probably stretch your legs out to get the blood flowing yeah vince didn't do that he nope, just got he up did. and just and if you notice when he's, out, yeah. when he's walking he's got kind of a weird kind of a gait to his walk i mean it's and so yeah the blood had not even he had not allowed the blood to flow back to his leg after sitting there for three hours <laughs> and current there goes one there goes the other and uh, good job vince and so he just but, kind yeah, of I mean, sat there looking like a little kid like yeah barking out <laughs> orders yeah and then batista ended up winning when he when Batista threw John Cena out, the way Cena landed, I thought Cena had messed his knee up because, like, he he landed oh, and I it's like that, yeah. his leg was kind of folded under him. And I was like, oh, that does not look good. Go back and watch the 94 Rumble again when Bam Bam threw Doink out. Doink did land like that. And then you see when somebody was – I don't remember who was coming in. You saw the referees were actually helping Doink get back because, oh. I mean, he had actually hurt his leg. Um. But and then there's in 2000 when Kai and Ty kept bum rushing the ring. Oh Lord, that bump that Takamichi Noko took. Yeah. Oh, he had. There's no way he didn't get a concussion. Oh, he had. It's like he hit that mat so hard. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. And that's that's why um, Funaki just came in by himself after that. (laughs) You know. Yeah, I don't, I, if I was him, I would have said nope. He's like, no, nah, that's okay. That's all right. Okay. I mean, my, my friend just got hurt, so no. Yeah. And uh, the the two thousand rumble was when there was another botch because the, Rock. the Rock's feet actually touched first, and but they declared him the winner. But they did they did the right thing though. They worked it into the the story, right. but yeah, they they botched that. They they probably would have got away with it if the camera hadn't have been like just about right there on them, you could see both of Rocky's feet hit the floor. Yeah. And yeah, of course that uh big show, wasn't he still involved in the main event? That was, that was the uh, McMahon in every corner main event of WrestleMania that year. That whole unnecessary. Re- yeah. I, I get giving Mick Foley his WrestleMania main event. You know, he earned it. But at the same time, the story would have been better just being Triple H and The Rock for the title. Yeah. Without without all without the extra two guys, without the McMahon's involvement, it was because that that was the story. It was Triple H and The Rock for the title. It's just they had to they wanted to pack so much into that WrestleMania that they just man that was probably the most bloated WrestleMania I've ever watched. You know, that is, I think, the perfect way to describe it, too. Bloated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, was... there was only there was only one match on the entire card that had a actual one-on-one match, and that was the Cat versus Terry Runnels. And, like, a, a cat fight or something. Yeah, and... some kind of cat fight or something. But everything else was either a tag match, uh, triple threat, fatal four-way, uh, six-man tag, thing. Uh, Things like that. It was all multi-man matches, except for one match. That was the first Hardy's Edge Christian Dudley Boys 
TLC yeah. match. Too. They didn't call yeah. it. They, I think they just called it the ladder match. But they called it the triangle ladder match. Right, and yeah. then the next year, the, the one, the one, the next WrestleMania is the one that blew that one away. Which I didn't think. Yeah, they just they raised the bar pretty high too. But yeah, but we're talking about Rumbles. But <laughs> so, um, <coughs> another Rumble that the WWE they don't want to acknowledge as much. Because when you talk about somebody going, coming in one and yep, is two thousand four. Yep, Chris Benoit. Yeah, and you know we've said it before. I mean, despite what happened in the last forty eight hours of his life, yeah, the man was still just a phenomenal wrestler, and two thousand four was a good year for wrestling. You know, because the story of him and Eddie. Yeah, Chris Benoit is still, in my opinion, and I know the last 48 hours of his life were, you know, just, it was a horrible thing that he did. But Chris Benoit is still one of the greatest technical wrestlers I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and that that was like, that year was just amazing. You know, he, you know, he wins the Royal Rumble. And that's that's, that's why I like that incentive of, Whoever wins the World Rumble gets to challenge for the world title of their choosing. And Chris Benoit, they they the story was good. He wins the Rumble. You know, he decides which cha- championship he's going to, you know, going to challenge for, which is the World Heavyweight title. He goes on to WrestleMania. He wins the championship. It's that that kind of that to me, that is the only time of the year that WWE commits to and usually follows through with a for them that's long term booking. Yeah, from January for from January to April, they will have the story of the Royal Rumble winner, and I like that story. And they should be um, sticking with that. I mean, it it's it's good wrestling it's a good story it's what gets people to watch and granted uh, every once in a while they'll kind of lay an egg on the winner um yeah yeah because like in 2015 actually 2014 and 15 and 16 if you ask me 2014 was the year that the crowd booed every single match at the rumble just about um Cause that was the one in Pittsburgh and that's the one that when Daniel Bryan was not number 30. Yeah. He didn't into the rumble. They, st- they booed Ray Mysterio. Yeah. I mean, seriously, who boos Ray Mysterio? Right. It's just, he wasn't Daniel Bryan and that's what the people wanted. Yeah. And Batista came into the match as a face and he walked out of heel because they were booing him. So he started flipping them off. Yeah, because nobody wanted Batista to win that match. Yeah, I mean, they were fine with him coming back, but nobody wanted Batista to win that match and then go to WrestleMania because we would have gotten him and Orton, which would have been an extremely boring match. Oh, yeah. Those two just those two don't have very good chemistry together, mm-hmm. and both of them you got Orton's methodical style and you got P- Batista's power game, and it doesn't make for a very exciting match and batista uh i think he threw out roman last didn't he yes 
Yeah. And remember the crowd, had, they had gotten behind Roman for that one? Yeah, because and that's when they should have pulled the trigger on having Roman win it was then because the people were behind him. They hadn't got they hadn't got tired of face Roman yet. And that's when they should have had him win. But nope, we're gonna go with Batista. Yep. So the next year they have Roman win. Well, unfortunately, he was not Daniel Bryan. <laughs> he was not Daniel Bryan. And even even the rock coming out to to uh save him from uh Big Show and Kane didn't uh, didn't get the crowd into it. The crowd's still booing. You could see the look on the Rock's face. He's, He's like, like, "What are they doing? Man, why are they bo- Why are they booing?" I haven't seen this since Toronto. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and if you don't know that reference, look it up. <laughs> so, and then the next year, I was booing because I remember sending you some real pretty nasty texts about it. <laughs> um, Triple H. That was the uh, here's the thing. Triple H coming out at number 30 was the first problem because it's like I get what they were going for, but it just didn't work because Triple H wasn't everybody knew what they were trying to do because Triple H was not a full-time guy at that point. He wasn't even a part-time guy. He wrestled occasionally. And what should have happened, it should have went eliminated. You're breaking up again. I said Dean Ambrose should have won the, uh, should have, when Triple H elim- eliminated Roman Reigns, then Dean Ambrose should have eliminated Triple H. Got the and then we would have got Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns for the title. But we got the predictable, but they thought, oh, we'll give it to Triple H and have him feud with Roman to put Roman over, and it none of that worked. And I knew when I knew when he came out at number 30, I'm like, because remember, we were texting, and we were like, they're going to have Triple H win. Yeah. And then when he did win... I still yep. remember the I still remember the text that I sent to you. <laughs> they were not very family friendly. <laughs> yeah, and you and you responded with also you agree and also yep. not very family friendly. <laughs> um, uh huh. And and the next year, Orton. I wasn't happy with Orton winning the next year because that was also they had the 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 weird match with him and Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt was a champion. And so it was actually kind of predictable. They would have Randy Orton win the Rumble to go face Bray Wyatt because they were a team right before yeah. that, but they had broken up. And um, and then during the WrestleMania match, that's when they had the worms being flashed on the, the mat. I'm like, what are y'all doing? And as a fan, I'd been waiting forever for Bray Wyatt to win the world title. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. It's finally there. And then it's, I should have known better because then it's like, well, we gave you what you wanted mm-hmm. temporarily. So now we're going to go back to the status quo and give it back to Randy. Yep. The only, we, the, oh, go ahead. Go I was going to say, we, we had the champ who carried the lamp. Yeah. The only good thing that came out of that was Randy ended up dropping it to Jinder Mahal, who I still feel was a good champion. Yeah. He just wasn't booked good. Um, I don't think he was nece- Jinder Mahal was necessarily ready for it, but man, he's got a look and he can talk on the mic. 
Yeah. Um, he can talk on the mic. He's got a look. He's got that presence. He carries himself yeah. like a champion. Uh, but there's just there is something kind of missing there. I don't know what it is. Um, you know that that it factor. Yeah. Um, with that, and I wish he would. You know, if you're gonna throw the Cobra Clutch on somebody, just leave it as the Cobra Clutch. Don't do a slam with it. The Cobra Clutch. Yeah. That, that, that's enough. Just get them. Okay, you got them, and just yeah, you're done. You know. Um, but the in 2018 is when they started having the women's rumble, and I was kind of like okay, how is this going to work out? And, and honestly, for me, it was a kind of a size thing because you don't really see women throwing each other other over the top rope during regular matches. And that's it, not, you know, in, not in WWE. I've seen it in other companies uh, over the years, but WWE always had their women throw each other through the rope right. to the floor. And yeah, that was, that was a big change having the, the women throw each other over the top, but it ended up being a pretty yeah. good rumble. Mm -hmm. Oh, I agree. And one of the, I don't know if it was in the first women's rumble or the next one where, um, Naomi was thrown over and she pulled the Kofi and that's actually something else that we kind of looking forward to every year was like, all right, how's Kofi not going to get eliminated? yeah this year you know yeah. well naomi did the same thing you know she was over on the on the like the barricade and yeah. she jumped over boom laying on steps she goes woohoo and somebody coming and just pushed her off the steps anyway yeah. <laughs> i don't remember who it was yeah. i was like that's just wrong but man that was funny <laughs> she, boom, boom. i think i think it was um i think it was mandy rose because i was think it? they were feuding at the time okay yeah um <laughs> 28 was the first time that uh, with having the women's first time women's Royal Rumble two Japanese wrestlers win the Royal yes. Rumble. Oscar yep. Oscar wins the women's and Shinsuke Nakamura won the men's. Yep. Of course they and, didn't do right by either one of them when they got uh, to WrestleMania. But I'd say yeah and they haven't used either one properly ever since. <laughs> right. But in um, that first one the one the Oscar won I don't remember who the girl was but she was thrown out and i want to say she walked in her hands to the corner wrapped her legs around yes um i can't remember her name she was uh she was actually in nxt because yes. they had some nxt wrestlers there yeah um and yeah she crawled over wrapped her legs around and pulled herself and pulled, up. And, and i was like that's some serious core muscles right there yeah oh my yeah. and um and uh, for the, I'd have to go back and look at the list of names to see who it was, but I was like, okay, now this is amazing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so the women's rumbles have actually ended up being pretty good. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I mean, for me, it was like, okay, because some of these girls, I mean, whenever they get or go into the ring, they always go between the bottom and the middle rope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because I mean, it's their height. I mean, they're just yeah. not that tall. Uh, but now, I mean, they're all being thrown over. And and uh, was it the the first one? Was, was that also the one? Or was it the second one where Zelina Vega was under the ring? That was the second one, and Hornswoggle was under there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, seeing Hornswoggle chase her down the aisle. <laughs> just, I don't know. That, that just made me just laugh. Of course, it makes you wonder how long was Hornswoggle under that ring? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, and you know, and I've actually, uh, last year's Rumble, besides, you know, Bianca winning, you know, I, 
I've actually kind of forgot about the men's it for to me it really doesn't seem memorable I guess Edge you know he did come in number one but it, my my problem with that was that yeah Edge came in at number one so he's the third person to ever come in at number one and win the thing but he only eliminated two people so it's like that's right. he just he just hung around the entire match and you know two eliminations doesn't I know you can't, everybody can't eliminate, you know, 10 or 12 people, but two eliminations is not a uh, star making, you know, a star making performance or whatever mm -hmm. you'd like to say, you know. So I was kind of disappointed them having Edge win the Rumble because, I mean, it didn't really amount to anything because he went to WrestleMania and lost. And lost, exactly. Um, so how do you think this year's Rumble is going to go? Um, I think it should be interesting. Uh, they've already, you know, which I don't agree with. I think they should have kept, I think they should have kept Mickey James as a surprise. Mm -hmm. I think they should have, you know. Absolutely. They've, they've ruined the surprise element in the women's Rumble by announcing everybody involved. I mean, I know, I think there's still, what, nine or ten slots left that they haven't announced, but it's, I think they should have announced everybody that's on the active roster and then left everybody else as a mystery, get more, you know, intrigued to who's coming out. But uh, I think Mickey James is there. That's awesome. She's being acknowledged as being the impact women's world champion. Um, I don't think she'll, you know, she's not no. going to win it, of course, but it's, it's cool that they have somebody from another company that they're actually acknowledging. Acknowledging there's another company. There's, there's another company and another champion. They're not just pretending that Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair are the only two, and, and Mandy Rose and NXT are the only women's champions in all of professional wrestling. At least they're acknowledging that there is another women's championship out there. Um I think the smart move is to have Bianca Belair win it again and then have her, ch you know, chase Becky for the title, yeah. win, the win the title <laughs> at WrestleMania. Well, whether they'll do that or not, because that's what I feel they should do, which means they will more than likely do the exact opposite. So I don't know who they're going to have win the Rumble because Liv Morgan's already had her. She's already had a, several opportunities at the title. Uh, and I think they've kind of moved on from her. Dewdrop is getting her championship match at the Rumble against Becky Lynch. Uh, really, to me, Bianca Belair is the only logical choice to win the Rumble. Either her or Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley is the only other person that I can see right now. Either because her or Bianca winning the Rumble. I can see Rhea Ripley also because we kind of a comeuppance um, going against Nikki Ash because of Nikki yeah. Ash kind of breaking up, you know, <clears throat> breaking yep. the team apart, which kind yep. of frees up Rhea. Yep. Frees up Rhea to, you know, move back into the, you know, the main event scene. Uh, on the men's side, I personally think, here's how I think it, it should play out. It just armchair booking, of course. Big E should win the Rumble. Yep. Bobby Lashley should beat Brock Lesnar for the title because Brock Lesnar is defending against Bobby Lashley. I think 
what I, if I was booking it, what I would do is Heyman turns on Lesnar. It's revealed that it was a big ruse with him and Roman to, to mess with, with a screw over Brock. Brock, Bobby Lashley capitalizes, wins the title. Because Bobby Lashley is everything you could want in a world champion. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bobby wins the title. Big E wins the Rumble. There is your WWE championship match. You don't need a whole lot of build. The story's already there. Big E's cashed in on Bobby last year to win the title. Bobby's now the champion. Big E's got to chase the champion. Chases him to WrestleMania. Big E wins the title at WrestleMania. Doesn't hurt Bobby Lashley at all because mm-hmm. he's not he's not being a trans he's not I don't look at that as him being a transitional champion. I think is that is continuing the story that they started when Big E cashed in the title and won the title. And you know, nowadays, modern times, having somebody hold the title for three months, that used to be considered a transitional champion. Not yeah. anymore. That's almost considered a long-term champion. Yeah, that's a lengthy title reign nowadays. Yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I, I wish they would uh, pick somebody and leave it on them you know, for a while. Well, they've done that with Roman. Yeah, but that's 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 another reason why I think people like the main event scene in AEW better because they don't do... The company's been, you know, company's been in, in existence for three years now. They've had... They're only on their fourth world champion. Yeah. Whereas just in the past couple... I don't even okay. I don't even go down that road. I mean, look at to... look at WWE in the past six months. We'll go in the last year since since January of last year. There have been let's see. Drew McIntyre was a champion, lost to the Miz because the Miz cashed in. Bobby Lashley beat uh, beat the yes. Miz. Big E beats Bobby Lashley. And then Brock beats Big E. So there so in, in twenty in twenty twenty in twenty twenty one alone, there were four WWE champions. In AEW, there have been four world champions in three years. And in one year in WWE, there was four WWE champions. One universal champion, because Roman was a champ all year. Right. But and then Right at the you know beginning one of the day. year, so, one day, yeah, yeah, day one, as they like yep. to say, Brock Lesnar wins the WWE title. So in so, a three in a three hundred sixty five day span, there've been five world champions. Yep, that's ridiculous. And yes. there are fifteen wrestlers announced for the men's. Um, say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 1921 announced for the women's and yeah summer ray she's pretty um she's pretty ticked that they announced her already yeah because she wanted to she wanted hers to be a surprise yep uh i mean that granted her name isn't as big as mickey james but i remember summer ray right yeah i remember summer ray yeah i mean, I mean I, she I, was that she was there until like 20 i think she didn't even leave till either 2018 or 2019 she was yeah. there a while i mean and she was decent yeah you know, um, I mean, you know, she wasn't no um, Ember Moon. Right. I mean, but... every, not everybody is going to be, you know, reach that main event status, status. You know, 
every division has got its main event, its mid card, and lower card. You know, mm-hmm. I think for the role that she had, I think she did fine. But I'm looking over the list of women who are already announced, and some of those people are already going. You know, if you hadn't let all those wrestlers go, you would like. Yeah, it's like I was telling you before, the the amount of women that they that they released last year, you could build an entire company with the women that were released. And if they hadn't have released all those women last year, they wouldn't be having to pull from the past, so to speak, to fill those spots because they would have had the entire roster to pick from. Of course, the Bella's coming back. I wonder who helped engineer that. Hmm. Could could it be Johnny Ace? You think? It could be. I mean, <laughs> um, of course, one of them, you know, her husband is actually wrestling for their biggest competitor now. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Actually, you know what? There's another one. Her fiance is wrestling for the competitor. There's another one whose husband works for the competitor. And uh, <laughs> let's see, Zelina, Charlotte, um, Brie. And then Mickey James herself wrestles for a competition. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, she wrestles. Well, yeah, she wrestles for two companies. Yes. Mickey James is the impact women's world champion. Uh, she also wrestles in the NWA. Yep. Oh, if y'all hadn't got rid of all those other wrestlers, you wouldn't yep. have to all of a sudden start having people plug in at the last minute. Yeah, now, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have to bring back Lita and yep. you know and Summer Ray and the Bellas and Michelle McCool and and they're talking about putting Lita in, in a program with Charlotte. And I honestly don't know how to feel about that. I don't either. I like <laughs> Lita, but okay, the problem is on the SmackDown side. Who is who is there to challenge Charlotte unless Bailey unless Bailey comes back before before WrestleMania? I don't know. I mean, they are they just totally destroyed Natalia, having her lose to Aaliyah in three point eight seconds. Yep. Um, but but Natalia was never going to. I mean, Natalia's been the SmackDown Women's Champion, and she was the Divas Champion. I think now she's like the gatekeeper. Of yeah. the women's division she's well, you know, there to get people she's kind of the, like how jake roberts used to be where mm-hmm. they would put people they would put guys in the in a you know in matches with jake to get them ready for hogan mm-hmm. i think they do that with natalia they put people in matches with natalia to get them ready to move up the card to you know to challenge the champion i read something today Speaking of Rumbles and Jake, it said the 1992 Royal Rumble was the only WWF world title shot Jake ever had on TV. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like, wow. I never even never thought yeah. about it like that. Yep. He never, yeah, he never had one on TV. He had them at house shows, but those got stopped pretty quick because Jake <laughs> was getting cheered and Hogan was getting booed. They ain't gonna work for me, brother. Yeah. <laughs> And it didn't work for Hogan and it didn't work for Vince because Hogan was the cash cow, so he wasn't going to do anything to mess up that money. No, I mean, there was a lot of money at the time. Yeah. You know, so. uh, Yeah, so. 
I still like the Rumble, no matter what. Um, there have been some, obviously, been better than others. Yeah. And, you know, and the women, of course, here's the weird thing about them having to bring back all these women. They're not bringing back scrubs. Right, right. You know, so you know that the women's match is going to be just packed. Yeah. And, and there's still room for Ember Moon to come back. I'm just throwing it out there, you know. <laughs> I, don't know, I, know you're trying, I know you're trying to keep hope alive, but I think she's moved on. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> you know. um, and if anybody knows Amber Moon, Amber, Ember Moon, tell her to look us up. We'd love to have her on the show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we really would. Because uh, I, I thought she was just absolutely amazing. And I want I would also want to know how, how she managed to do her finishing move without actually breaking her back at some points or her tailbone yeah oh, oh i'm like <laughs> i cringed every time she did the move i'm like man it looks good but ow i mean she's gonna end up hurting herself <laughs> but and i've seen her i've seen some clips of her stuff on the indies and it, it's even crisper really when, the, when she did it on the indies yeah i think you know they kind of you know you know how they water everything down a little yeah. bit in WWE, and it's she still made it look amazing. But her stuff on the Indies is like, man, I don't know how her opponent didn't get whiplash, how she didn't break her tailbone. Mm. Oh, but but that's all we have for this episode. Unless you have anything else, Waylon? No, that's it. I'm looking forward to the Rumble. I think it should be. I think it should be an entertaining show as always like you said some rumbles are better than others but they're you know they're always worth a watch and they're always usually pretty entertaining even if we don't necessarily like the outcome yep and i do believe we'll probably have a preview show on it here actually in about a week mm -hmm. yep you know so we'll do our preview unless something else comes up so um i do have an idea i'm going to throw to you about a show but i'll tell you once we stop recording Okay. Because it was actually an idea that was actually, you know what? I might as well just throw it to you now because I got to give credit to Justin over at TNC Sport Talk, Jay and Trey. They mentioned something on their show yesterday. <laughs> and I was actually in the comments as well. You know, I was working, I wasn't able to do anything today because I was actually uh, too engrossed in work. But yesterday it was a little slow at the time and it was also close to lunchtime. So I was able to kind of comment some of their stuff. And Justin asked the question, what does the wrestling world need to do to have a successful year? Okay. And I even said, I was like, dude, that's a great idea for a show topic. And he's like, what? I was like, yeah. He said, use it for your show. I was like, I think I will. <laughs> so awesome. That is a good idea. That's a very, I was like, man, you know, so thank you, Justin. Absolutely. Uh, thank you very you, much. Yep. Um, in fact, Justin, if you're able, I mean, I know it's, it's kind of tough with your work schedule, but if you're able to join us you know definitely let us know we can have kind of a, a three-way conversation because i mean i got to give credit i mean this was your idea so yeah um if you can't we understand but we'd love to have you on so um but until you said that that right there will be the topic for next monday is what does the wrestling world need to do to have a successful year because i don't think we're we're too far into the year to you know no i that, think so. yeah we're still early in the year i think that'd be a great discussion yep so um and that gives us plenty of time to take notes yep, <laughs> so because yep. i have the i have the weekend i'm I'm pretty much just not going to go anywhere this weekend because well i haven't gone anywhere for the past two weeks might as well you know except for getting tested you know me and my son mm -hmm. and that's the only place we've been in the past you know week or so 
game to go get COVID tested. <laughs> and that turned out great. So, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but he's going back to school tomorrow. I'm going back to work Monday. So, thankfully, that's <clears throat> should be behind us. So, but my friend, until we talk again, I'll be seeing you and God bless. All right. God bless, man.